La 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 la. Hi, Merry Christmas. I think it's the second week of December and I hope that your kitchen is warm with baking and you've got your tree up and you are just finding the delight of this season. It's all so exciting and exhausting. <laughs> um, it's so important to be grounded in truth and be practicing just being focused on truth and being present in the moment. And I know that's easier said than done sometimes. It's also good, but it's also a lot. It's a lot to maintain. It's a lot to manage the fun, but you still have to feed them dinner, the events, but you still have to get to bed on time. You know, it's just so much. And so today we're going to be talking about knowing our identity. Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to freedom. Welcome to a space of belonging. This is the Ash and Ivy show. My name is Riley and I'm totally geeking out to be here with you. I am challenging you to know your identity, find God's voice in your story, and give your life as a gift to the world. You have a voice and a message that only you can give. So let's do the divine work and make God visible through our lives and be in awe of what life is all about. So this time last year, I spoke at Artisan Fellowship and um, just talked about Mary. And I wanted to revisit that this year because I fell in love with Mary when I studied her last year. And she, her story of, of conception with Jesus and then growing him and delivering him and then putting him out into the world is just one of great honor and it's awe-inspiring, and I just love her so much. And so today we're going to talk about how to know our identity. And God says that we're made in His image. So I have a question. Does that mean, if we're made in His image, does that mean that if we know Him, we know ourselves? Hmm. <laughs> I've, I genuinely asked that question and then like, that work exactly. Um, <laughs> so I explored it a little bit and wanted to spend some time on it. In James 1, God says that, that God's word in us can be like poetry written and fulfilled in our lives. Okay. So God is in us. He's a part of what we're doing. We're a reflection of who he is. And so when we look at him, there should be this element of reflection and poetry written out and fulfilled life poured out that comes from that. And then it goes on in verse 23, if you, if you don't live out the message that you hear, then it's like looking in a mirror of the word to discover the reflection of his face. You perceive how God sees you in that mirror. So you're looking at him in the mirror and instead of seeing yourself in the reality or the true facts or the weaknesses that you can normally see, when you look in the mirror of the word, you see the way God sees. Does that make sense? 
but then you step away and you forget your divine origin. Oh, that makes me think of Harry Potter. And when he looks in the mirror and sees his parents, it gives him such worth and value and um, place of belonging, and he doesn't want to leave it, right? Well, when we are in the presence of our Father, we know our true selves. We feel whole, and that's a place of truth. And we need to hold on to that, okay? Have you ever stood in church or like had this major moment of revelation where God is so good and you just have this swelling in your spirit, this resonance in your chest, like everything is clear and free and bold. You're ready to take on whatever mountain is in your life at that time. Those are my favorite moments. I think it's probably your favorite moment too, I, I imagine that's why songs are written like nothing else compares or what will heaven be like? Your presence is where I want to be. Because when we're there, we love ourselves in that space with God's presence. When we're looking in the mirror of his word and we see him clearly, we see ourselves clearly. Okay. And so when, when we're with him, we feel whole, we feel known, we feel good enough and we're brave. It's like there's this fearlessness of, yes, I am ready. I'm ready to tackle whatever it is. And that freedom, I would dare to say, that freedom we experience in worship is our truest self, our intended self, our self when we look in the mirror and we're a reflection of him and all his royalty. He has told us throughout his word that he's given us all that he has We have all that the Son has. We're co-heirs and put on earth to rule and design and name and cherish and enjoy, right? And so I think last week I talked to you about the teen asking why God would have her love her passions less to love him more and how sad that felt and just the confusion that that was that I could hear in her voice and I just want to squeeze so much life and untangle that confusion. No, 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 no. That's not at all what God is asking of you. The passions that you have are him in you. So therefore being true to yourself, being unique and brave and serving others with all of who you are is God's love reflecting in you. It is your best reflection or expression of who he is. That is, is how you put him first, right? Being yourself, knowing the truth, abiding in him and letting that flow, love, true love, love as an identity, spirit-filled love, rise up and if it motivates your actions, then everything you do, painting, singing, playing music, playing sports is, is love and that's who he is and it's enough. It's enough for him. You don't have to be more than that. I just think about Mary and how she accepted the angel's message. And when he spoke to her this promise of new life and this purpose, her heart swelled and filled with purpose. And and I just imagine her going, he chose me? He chose me. He chose me, right? Like this, this excitement of being seen and known and loved and, and knowing your purpose, knowing it. We have so many distractions, all the should-haves, the comparisons, that we, we can 
we can sit still and create space because Jesus in every instance is leaning in. He's taking time. He turns around and, and waits for someone. He goes back. He shows up. That's who he is. And so when we kind of match that, then God's gentleness can flow in in us. His character can flow and and you can be yourself. And I know that's a little bit of overlap of him and you and and um, but I think that it will make so much sense when you're there, you know. And so there's contentment resting there because you know he's close, you know you're chosen, you're rescued and created by him. And yes, you're also aware of your weaknesses, of your not enoughs. Um, but you're able to be honest because you're safe in his presence. And um, and then you're able to kind of move out of that space with action. And so next week we'll probably talk about how Mary kind of moves into action from that space. And But the spirit is strong in your weakness. He's able to take all of who you are, no matter how you view it. All you have to do is hold it out and offer it, and he'll use it for life, for beauty and good. Your identity is clear when you abide with your creator and believe he is for you and he is with you. For all of December, if you leave a review on the Apple podcast platform and share it to social media, I would love, 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 love to send you a free gift. I love you.